Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today are Louis D'Souza and Anne-Marie Young. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Anne-Marie and Louis were just watching as I jumped up from my chair in the midst of the intro, and they were probably saying, where is he going? I was just letting the cat in. It was okay. No problem. <laughs> no, we don't see you. We don't see you at all during the intro. Oh, you don't? You, you, oh, so I can only see, I can see you guys, but you can't see me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. We, we just see this presentation you put out. That's all you see. Oh, yeah. So you see, so you, yes. And you see us when we're like going dancing along to the intro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> okay. I get an image on, on the main screen, then I get these little thumbnails down below so I can see it both ways. And when you're when you're off screen, all I see is the thumbnail. Okay. Uh, Note yeah. to self. I, I thought you, had, you could see those. That's interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay. Hey, learn something new. That's all right. So we have an unusual situation. Not so unusual lately. We've had a few of these lately, but uh, no guests today. So we're kind of do. We're kind of going to do the old school approach, which is we just talk amongst ourselves about you know, life, law of attraction, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I was cluing both of you in before we got started about stuff going on in my life and this ongoing saga that, that started when Louise left me and now we're in the process of divorcing. And um, it's been, uh, without going into all the details, it's been the usual kind of ups and downs, right? Uh, the, life is a bit of a roller coaster. And when you're going through the stuff I've gone through, it's a lot of a roller coaster, but you still have to decide how are you going to respond to the roller coaster? And that's what I've been working on today. I've had lots of opportunity to work on it today, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm working on it. And I'm reminding myself, Louis had the perfect phrase for it. If not, there's something better. And yeah, that that's where I've been. I, in fact, I'm going to start using that phrase in my daily uh, segment in Tanning, Louis, because I like that one a lot. Mm -hmm. If not yeah. that. If not that, better. something better. Oh, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I got it wrong. If not that, something better. No, no, you got to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> where did you get that one anyway? Is that, is that in Abraham Hicks or where did that come from? No, no, no. That comes from an incredible book. I'm trying to think what it's called. Uh, um, wow. It's, it's an incredible spiritual journey for a lady. Uh, those are the kind of my most favorite type of books. And, um, yeah, she was talking to elephants and doing all weird and wonderful things. Um, wow. um, it's an incredible story. He had an, an accident in a car and, you know, because it was her karma and not her daughter's, her, her body was completely mangled and her daughter was completely unharmed. And, oh my you know, and, uh, so it goes on and on. It was an incredible story. I mean, absolutely amazing. You talk about, you know, somebody who's aligned versus, um, you know, not aligned and how she got into alignment, et cetera. It's a brilliant story. But if, if I remember the title, I'll, I'll let everybody know because it's yeah. really a worthwhile book to read. Um, an incredible one. Well, just based on that one phrase, I mean, the phrase is, well, is a good, a really yeah, good yeah, I know. She sold that in the book all the time, you know, if not mm -hmm. that, something better. <laughs> if not that, something better. Yeah. It's a great motto. <clears throat> like that, you can turn that into initials, can't you? If not that, something better. So uh, I N T S B. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure it's it rhymes with anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything's done in acronyms these days, so I figure we should contribute our own acronym. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you know, yeah. we're behind the times or something, right? <laughs> yeah, I was teaching my daughter to spell geography. George eats old gray rats and paints houses yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that one. No. That's new to me. <laughs> George eats old gray rats and paints houses yellow. He has a strange occupation. That's the way I think about 
I have one for necessary. Never eat salmon sandwiches. Eat, I can't remember what it is now. Eat cake and, oh, I can't remember. I have to remember it. See, I can't spell necessary. Exactly. <laughs> it obviously wasn't necessary to remember that one. <laughs> oh, that's going to bug me now. <laughs> uh, remember my teacher saying, you want oh. to remember how to spe- uh, um, spell machine. It's Mackhein. Mackhein? Okay. Yeah. That sounds yeah. almost German. Sorry, you remember, remember it. now. Mm. Yeah. Never eat salmon sandwiches. Eat cake and remain young. Well, the eat, oh, cake right. has come, eat cake has to come before the salmon sandwiches, doesn't it? Any C E? Never eat cake, eat salmon sandwiches, and remain young. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? Don't ever go into a spelling bee with me. My, my rhymes don't work. <laughs> well, these days, that's what spell checks are for, right? I mean, nobody learns how to spell anymore. It's pretty obvious from the way many people text. They don't have a clue how many words are spelled. They don't know how the English language function. So what do you, don't worry about it. <laughs> nobody else does. You know, I was, I, was speaking here, to, I was speaking to a principal the other day, and uh, I was saying, why are the kids learning anything Google can give an answer to? Oh, good question. Oh. <laughs> did, did, did he get upset just by asking the question? <laughs> he actually said, you have a point. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, well, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, so, so then I said, then, then you really have to start thinking, what should you teach your kids mm. once that is removed? Mm. How to search? What's the best way to search? How to focus on your goal and use Google to to help you achieve it? Um, I don't know. What, what what did he say? Did he have any answers on this? Uh, he didn't. You know, you could just see that he was his mind was churning. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> it's like I hadn't thought about this one before. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> that that's actually going to become more and more of an issue. I think exactly, exactly, yeah. because information is known. Yeah. So it's well, not it's not necessary to remember things anymore that important. It's more important to, you know, I have a goal. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's ignore what the teachers say, what the students say, what the parents say, what society says. That's my goal. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> and focus in on where you want to go. And then, you know, you've got all the tools that Google can give you, which is gargantuous mm-hmm. to help you achieve your goals. Um and and then you can just move forward and move forward and move forward. And then, you know, all the crap is left out and then you're doing what you want. You know, my daughter yeah. said, oh, so if I focus in on, on slime, my eight-year-old, <laughs> I, I, I said, absolutely. I mean, you're so enjoy the feel of slime. You could sell it easily on YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, you're right. A nice slime and, and, you know, got a little business running. You could probably make a fortune out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Have either of you heard of Chat GBT, GPT? Chat GPT. Yeah, that's worrying for teachers, isn't it? Yeah, never yeah. heard. What's that? I that one for the first time yesterday for my brother uh, in a phone conversation. It's one of the latest forms of artificial intelligence, but what makes it more powerful than some of the earlier ones is not only is it capable of writing really, really good papers, it can actually write computer code. Mm -hmm. My brother tested it by asking it to write, I forget what it was, some kind of a function. And he got the written function back and he compiled it 
and it ran flawlessly. Mm. Wow. And you start thinking about that, you say, oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to get to the point now where, you know, the, the kids can basically pull the wool over the eyes of the teachers because, you know, how do you how do you show that they didn't write the thing? That's all. That's been a problem all along anyway. But now mm. this, this is taking to a new level. And, and in fact, you can also tell the software, write me a paper that gets me a B. Right. Like an a. An a. Yeah, yeah. 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 So how does the, the software that detects fake papers detect that one? Mm hmm. And it can do different, um, like essays on the same subject. Yeah. It can put in spelling mistakes. Right. If you ask it for some spelling mistakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, I wouldn't want to be a teacher. Yeah, but then again, teachers need to start thinking, how do I focus on what the kid wants? And let's help them achieve it and stop doing the old, stupid, ridiculous concept, which is way outdated specifically with Google. Um, and, and let's move forward with the times, you know, let's grow up and let's change because the old school system is not appropriate anymore. Well, let me get a clarification here. Are you actually suggesting that the educational system can adapt that quickly? I'm definitely not suggesting that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suggesting that we should all rip our kids out of, out of school and, and get this artificial intelligence to teach them <laughs> to do what they want to and to achieve these incredible dreams. <clears throat> yeah, because I think that's actually what's really going to happen. This is going to be a war of education with itself. And I don't know who wins that war. Oh, well, the game, they've got to change. They've got to be, they've got to change. The, the, the way it's done is completely flawed on so many different levels. You know, if you write a test and you become a solicitor, lawyer, doctor, who cares? But if you write a test and you pass, you become a doctor, don't you? So what is it proving is that you've got a good short-term memory? Pretty much. That's all it's saying. But that's the age we currently live in. It's the age of certification. You want to go get Yeah, but uh, certification is, is, is based on short-term memory. How good of is course. your short-term memory? Yeah. And that is not like, make a good doctor, a good lawyer, a good anything. But, but it's how the entire economy is built, is my point. The, the entire exactly. corporate I mean, structure it's is built completely flawed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's also going to have to change. I mean, if you got if you got chat GPT working for you, you can tell exactly. it's still <laughs> Exactly. And I'll Take tell you, I'd be the first me. to use it. I would be the first to use it. I mean, it's just my, and apparently they're, and they're doing also, that to make content on their blogs and their website. It's oh, big, yeah. big on that at the moment. Well, apparently yeah. there are also AIs that will, that will create uh, custom images. It will actually create artwork. It, it will, wow. I mean, it, like you've got the whole package now. The only mm, thing that's mm, missing mm. at this point is to make the videos and that's one step away. We're not very far from mm, that. Mm, mm, mm. And, and already they've got the technology to take existing videos and, and turn them into animation um, videos. Well, not just that. They, voicing they, the mouth, everything. They, looking they, like, they, looking they, vaguely like yeah. a person. The there, there's a TED Talk by a guy whose name I can't pronounce because it's, it's just full of syllables I've never even seen before. But uh, the guy was talking about how um, they can take famous people. Like in, the, in the example he gave, it was uh, former President Barack Obama. And, and they, they showed four different versions of President Obama uh, giving his talk to the nation that he gave at the time that we ended up getting our new health care system. And each of the different images of 
the president was saying the same thing at the same time. And so it was one voice, four mouths, four faces, you know, that kind of thing. And the, mm-hmm. the speaker said, now, which of those is the real President Obama? And it turned out the answer was none of them. <laughs> because <laughs> they could superimpose his features on whatever model they wanted to and make it look like that person was President Obama speaking. Mm. And now there's software that can detect whether somebody has done that with a video. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's, this whole thing is just spiraling. God. I don't believe half the stuff in the news as it is. I'm just never going to be right. soon. That's where you the know, rumors well, that of, of whether President Putin of, of Russia is still alive. That's where they're coming from. Because <clears throat> they, they, they can't verify that the videos are real. <laughs> Do you know what I'm not hearing enough of is how many people have got have thought up different ways to mm, that the world could work in a much better way. You know, mm. there, there are stories and there are people that have done it. There's no doubt about that. But you need to start hearing a lot more of those kind of people who come up with their individual ideas. Like, you know, doctors should be there to have a hundred people under them and they should make sure they remain healthy. And that is how it should go. It shouldn't be that when they get sick, then they start fixing them up. You know, you can have a kind of backup scenario sitting in the background. But once you've got doctors that are making sure their patients are all remaining well, then you're going to get far less sick people, you know. It's true. Um, I mean, we had so, we had a number of doctors on the show this past year. I think we had <clears> like ten or eleven doctors on the show, and each one of them acknowledged that the healthcare system, as it is right now, is broken. And and every one of them had taken steps to start stepping away from the mainstream for that very mm-hmm. reason, uh, because I mean, literally right now, the way things are going, the only kind of medicine you can ethically practice according to the mainstream is according to a model that's 80 to 100 years old and completely out of date. Mm. It just doesn't even match the current level of medical knowledge, let alone common sense. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, why is it that, that healthcare centers are called healthcare centers when they're, they're full of sick people? There's an example of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a perfect example, absolutely perfect example. And when you're sick, you know, when I was I had my – hernia operation and had my relapse afterwards and I was in hospital in the intensive care unit. Um, you know, I was around trying to heal around people dying mm-hmm. and pooing in their pants and stinking out the whole ward and, um, you know, everybody crying and wailing and all these kind of things going on. That's not an environment to heal in. That's not really. Not no. an environment to heal in. I'm sorry. No. And half our hospital, most of our hospitals are now housing people who just need the social care assistance and just can't get it. Mm-hmm. So they're staying in hospital, so they, the hospital. And they don't need to be there because there's no social care system. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's a little different from the way it is in the U.S., but we have our own problems. So I'm not going to yeah. comment on yeah. it. <laughs> we got plenty going on over here. And, and it's not just the U.S. and the U.K. I mean, the, this is yeah. going on not just in Western mm. countries. It's, it's even worse in many Eastern countries. I mean, it's just it's global. It's going on everywhere. And I think ultimately it's got to shake itself out differently because it's not going to have any choice. And when the system but, starts to fall apart, that it doesn't even satisfy the people who it's supposed to be serving, what, how does that lead to a continuation of the, of the same so-called positive results? 
And is it a mm. bit like what you mentioned earlier? Is it going through a bit of a shitty period, but the best yeah. is yet to come? Well, yes. yes. Mm. The best shit is yet to come. Is that what you <laughs> <laughs> I think I like if not that something better. I think I'll stick with that one. <laughs> it's only because I can remember it. <laughs> well, it's a little more happy. It's a little more you know positive. <laughs> a little more affirmative. I uh, I started a meetup group in which um, I, I'm trying to do various. Vibration living, vibration rising or raising activities. Yeah, that's easy to say. Uh, and I've done a couple events so far. And interesting, the people that I've been drawing to them, I shouldn't be really surprised about this, but most of them are people who are quite depressed. Mm. And they're looking, they, they recognize that they need a vibration raise. Mm-hmm. And i like, Wow, that's pretty cool. So I, I'm experimenting with it uh, at this point. And any listeners, by the way, who want to join up, I've got links in all the latest episodes. So just look at. I think I joined Weld, but I didn't get any invitation, any, anything more from the group once I joined. Nothing saying, "Hey, there's a event here." There, there, anyway. It's probably it, it's probably dependent on what your notification settings are in Meetup.com. If you got those oh, turned right. off, you won't get anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's... I pressed your link as well. And <clears throat> I don't think it went through properly, so I'll double check. But, uh, yeah, in the last, uh, what, two weeks or so since I started it, we got about 55 members, so that's good. And we've been averaging four to eight people to the, the events, so that's good. Nice. Yeah, that's a good start. Mm. And it's also, it, it's kind of like the podcast for me, because I do the podcast in part because of how it helps me with my vibration. And I'm finding the same thing with doing the meetup group, mm. even though I'm getting, like, yes, this is really interesting. Like yesterday was the, the most recent one, and we were just doing a rampage of appreciation, just going round and round and round. And I had ultimately I had five people who came in. The the fifth one who came in was one of these video bombers who came in and started just showing some porn. So we had to knock that person out. Mm. There was another person who came in with a false identity, and he wasn't doing anything like that. But the interesting thing was I treated him like part of the group. And by the end, he was saying, well, I'm not really so-and-so, and I'm not really from Antarctica, and I'm, I'm actually so-and-so from Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> I mean, he was actually buying into what we were talking about. So a video <laughs> bomber came in Fantastic. and kind of got turned just by mm-hmm. being a participant in a vibration-raising group. I mean, that, that was pretty cool. Mm, absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But and you know, so well, one, mm. no, go ahead. Sorry, I just, want, I just wondered what this meetup is. Oh, I can't. You don't know, you don't know what the, pro- the application. You never heard of. No, meetup. I've never heard of it. Oh, meetup. Meetup is a meetup local is, group thing. Yeah, it, it's a website that helps people find activities going on in their own area, or in this case, online. Yeah, okay. it can be both, but yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. You know, like Brighton Philosophy Group, uh, they they often <laughs> um, have these online things, and also I can pop down to Brighton and go sit and chat to them personally. Right. That's when I was in that philosophy phase of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I. I never really, I am, um, I went to a few of the online ones and I got so bored. Oh. <laughs> I started to say some of my stories like I used to, oh, we're not having that new age crap here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we're not t- 
turning this into a, to one Toodles. of those happy cappy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everybody's saying, but he's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, right. You can, you can keep your group. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does show. And that I got so bored with it. I did really try to listen to it. The, the, the groups it, are definitely driven by the strengths and weaknesses of the people who organize them. There's no doubt mm. about that. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're leader centric. Yeah. Yeah. So the the thing I would say to your group, Walt, is you guys are aware that there's only two ways anybody can be heard. What are they? I'd open that to the group. I'd open it to you guys. What are there's they? only two ways that people can be heard. Hurt. H U R T. Oh, hurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I thought you said hurt. C- communication's <laughs> really gotten closed down here. This is really something. <laughs> so what are they? There's only two ways anybody can be hurt. Well, one is when you, when you basically decide that you're hurt. I mean, and which way is that? It, it's hard. It's hard break to even it down the second some, one at that point. So, so the the answer really is physically and mentally. It'll make sense when I tell you. I see. Okay. All right. Okay. There is no other way. Now, if you hurt physically, there's a whole structure in place. There's police. There's doctors. There's psychologists. There's um, lawyers. There's, there's a whole system in place. Okay, physically. Now, psychologically, who hurts you? Ultimately. Well, not so much who hurts you, but but who decides that you're hurt is the way I look at it. So you decide if somebody's hurt you. You decide somebody's hurt you if it's me. Yeah. 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 So, therefore, you could choose otherwise, couldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, which way are people hurt mostly out of those two? Out of mental and physical? Yes. Mentally, I'd say. Well, I think, well, I think even when they're here physically, they're still hurt mentally. I think it works. Mental applies to all of them, I think. Okay. I agree. But if you just take the two and separate them, which one are most people hurt by most of the time? I would say mentally. By far, probably 99.999%. Yeah. Well, maybe so, not that much, but certainly much more. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So the bottom line is the only reason you're feeling hurt or anything like that is because you choose to. Yeah. And if you can get people to get to that stage, you can get them to empower themselves. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they need to understand that breakdown. But the other thing I always think about is where are they at right now? It's kind of like trying to go from depression to joy in one leap. You really can't Mm -hmm. do that. So you have to kind of, you know, lead them. Here's how you, here's how you get there one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, in yesterday's meeting, one of the participants, um, when, when we were going through our rounds of, you know, what, what can we come up, come, come up with to appreciate that's going on in our lives? Um, she made reference to the fact that she had recently broken up with a narcissistic boyfriend and that he was one in a series of narcissistic boyfriends. And I pointed out to her, congratulations, you figured that out. You identified mm. that they were all narcissists. And she it kind of dismissed it at first. So I hammered the point home and she was, kind of, you know, getting pink in the cheeks and so forth. Like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, but that's an example of what I'm talking about. She took one step there. Now there are a bunch of more steps to take after that one, mm-hmm. but by taking that step and really appreciating it and championing it and saying, wow, yeah, I did a great thing there. Now you make it possible to take what the next step is, which can be almost mm-hmm. any step at that point, really. Do you know what I'd like to point out to that person? I'd say, do you know why you keep on getting narcissists? 
and they'll say maybe yes, maybe no, more than likely no. They'll, and you just say to them, that's an incredible thing. It's called the universal law of attraction. <laughs> <laughs> See, Louis is the consummate LOA salesman. He really is. He's so good at it. <laughs> and then they'll say, what's the universal law of attraction? So oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sitting comfortably? That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can have fun with that one. I'm sure you do. Yeah, that, that's <clears> good. <throat> I, I was thinking actually that for this person, the next step for her, since she has identified that she has this pattern, is to recognize what the common denominator of the pattern is, which is it, it's kind of like a hard next step to take. What but, the universal law of attraction? Well, okay, yeah, that, that's like four <laughs> or five steps now. <laughs> But the basic one is that she's the one who's doing the attracting each time. That's mm-hmm. the, the fundamental part of it. Yeah. I heard the word attracting there. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Louis so predictive in a way I love. Just, just so predictable. It's great. <laughs> you can always count on him. That's really good stuff. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Obviously, it's the, uh, the law of attraction in action and how people are interacting with it and leveraging it in ways they didn't even know about. Mm. As I know from personal experience, it's very easy to do. (laughs) But yeah, we want to learn and understand and develop and gain enlightenment. I'm not sure about that phrase. After all this time, I still have trouble. (laughs) Because I don't feel like a light bulb. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) You mean realize you always were enlightened. Mm. So, well, something like that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Do you know what, Walt? That was really weird because your face just lit up with a bit of light then when you <laughs> said you're not a light bulb. It just <laughs> <laughs> That was so weird. I'm not a light bulb. Boof. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the universe is going to make a liar out of me. I got it. All right. <laughs> I guess in one sense we all are light bulbs because we are liars. Well, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Truthfully, truthfully, I think we at various times we do lie to ourselves, and and often deliberately because it helps us get where we want to go to. (laughs) Well, hardly ever. Uh, (laughs) I'm just lying to you. Don't worry. Reminds me of a Star Trek episode uh, where they they had a computer that was like taking over. In the, in the episode, and so Commander Spock says, "Computer, I have a program for you. Listen to me very carefully. I am lying to you." <laughs> and the computer is trying to process that and interpret it and understand. <laughs> yeah, it gets kind of funky after a while. Could also say to the computer, "Answer the question. What is the?" Answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah. Well, then you have to bring Douglas Adams into it. I mean, no. They couldn't do that one, could they? Non-Star Trek. Douglas Adams on Star Trek. That would be interesting. Mm. Yeah. Talk about going where no man had gone before. I'm reading a book at the moment. Um, somebody gave me called Sophie's Choice. or something. Like oh, that. yeah, sure. And that's very, very well known. So I hear I've never heard of it before. But it's all about a little girl who gets a little um, note in her post box saying, why are you here? 
mm. <laughs> where are you going? Or, you know, all those kind of basic questions. And then she, they, she starts getting a philosophy course from a random unknown individual at the age of what, 15 or something. Yeah. <laughs> and she starts thinking about life and where she's going. She starts getting exactly like I was bored at school. And like, why are they teaching me maths, history, biology, <laughs> science? And I don't know who I am and what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? mm. <laughs> and I so, I so related with that. It's like, it's, well, it's getting your priorities straight. It's really yeah, what that is. Absolutely. Yeah. And the person was trying to say, you know, I want you to be one of those excited people like a kid, you know, everything's exciting and new and big. Mm. But when you get older, oh, it's another train, another car, another elephant, another, you know, <laughs> it's, you just get blasé about things. And yeah, um, some people live in, in unusual places where they have cars and elephants passing by all the time. So I can see why that becomes blasé. <laughs> but still, you can become, you know, my, my mentor always said to me, wake up in your room and see your walls and your curtains new every morning, you know, mm. something new every morning. And that's the kind of concept that you, you, you're looking to achieve as a, as an old and boring person. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I don't. I have no interest in being an old, boring person. I, I, I mean, old, interesting. Okay, I can go with that. <laughs> but who wants to be old and boring? Mm. I mean, that's. Yeah, I think a lot of people are lonely because they don't think the old people don't think that they have any value left to give to society anymore. Not just old that's people. Such a shame. Yeah. Uh, well, I was experiencing that with people who were visiting uh, the meetup yesterday and the one that I've mm. had the week before. Uh, people who they acknowledged they were they were depressed and they weren't old. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were definitely in their thirties for the most part, maybe maybe one in the forties. <clears throat> yeah. So did I tell you I did a rotary talk uh, about myself? Oh, you said you were going to do it, but I never yeah, heard the results. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I mean, I had tremendous feedback from it all. I mean. Somebody was saying, I don't often say this, but that was a tremendous talk. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Um, and, you know, oh, I've done martial arts. Oh, I've done yoga. Oh, I, you know, and, and people could start relating to me. And I wish I'd done this a year ago when I started, mm. but they never had a slot for me. So um, I managed to talk about soil. So they did have a slot, but they didn't <laughs> think about pinning me in for um, the talk. But I think it's really opened them up to knowing who I am, you know. That's beautiful. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's really important. <clears throat> I'm getting a lot of, um, links in now to the soil thing. So I got into <clears throat> UK Rotary, uh, environmental group and I did an online talk to them and now they're feeding me into other groups and other groups and other groups. And, ah. and I'm going into even bigger, um, Rotary groups, international environmental groups. So uh, S-Ray. <clears throat> Etc. So I'm going to be talking to them as well. But the thing that really so this, surprised this is the me, beginning of a speaking tour, then. Yeah, yeah, I was exactly. Like that. Yeah, um, and um, they were saying to me, which surprised the hell out of me, that the UK, Southern UK local environmental Rotary group did not know that soil was an issue. They were clueless. Really? Saying, I'm so glad that you're now aware of it, <laughs> you know. Um, wow. And, uh, you know, they, they were saying, wow, this is like something we didn't know. And then they, of course, they were clueless about the Safe Soil Group and how they've almost touched 4 billion people now. Have they? Wow. That's half wow. the population of the planet. It's half the population of the planet, which is gorgantious. Right. I mean, they're in the policies in the House of Commons and House of Lords now. They're talking about soil. <clears throat> um, and I just uh, want to know, know who's counting them, though. I mean, that's a lot of people to count. Well, they 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 done it all through social media, so they've counted it through that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, and obviously in the ground, they've got some figures, but I don't think they'll be anywhere near um, the other ones. So they've really pushed the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, um, Facebook, etc. They've really pushed that. And the youth are, are, are very familiar and common with it. And it is a youthful organization. Um, they must be uh, TikToking too then. TikToking too. Yeah, the, the TikTok app, the TikTok uh, social media. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. TikTok, yeah, everything. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting how, how it's all worked. I mean, Sadhguru's YouTube videos every year is almost... I don't know, what's it, a billion or something? Mm. <laughs> a billion views in one year, the, the mm. videos that he puts out in a year, um, which is gargantuous, you know. Yeah. It's off the charts. So, um, you know, I made them aware of the incredible relationships that could happen between a very organized, um, established uh, group like Rotary, who is older people who could you know, link in with a younger group like the Safe Soil and partner with them. We could create events for the Safe Soil guys, organize it, even do some fundraising at the time, help people to create posters. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know we, we've got a lot of money we could, we could funnel into helping um, all these groups do different things. And, you know, you've got the passion of the youth and you've got the organization of an established group like Rotary. So I sure. think it's a, it's a brilliant yeah. combo. So yeah. I'm working on that at the moment. You know, I've obviously got to start small, but my vision is that something like Rotary will support the safe soil group internationally for two years or one year or something, which they often do to certain different organizations. <clears throat> That's so that's my ultimate going, goal, yeah. goal, but we'll see how that all goes. One thing I'd nice. asked you, yeah. I'd asked you about this before. Um, I'd asked what, what you had been learning of your own. Have you been able to be doing any research while you're doing this wonderful <clears throat> outreach? Have you, have you been picking stuff up about how, how mm. this stuff works in detail? I, I have picked up more and more. Um, my brother gave me a book for, um, For my birthday, no, for Christmas, no, for Christmas, he gave me a book um, all about the farmers and how they're doing regenerative farming mm. from a farmer's perspective. And yeah. that really started enlightening me about the way they're handling it and the way they're struggling with it and the way they're looking at it because I wanted a farmer's perspective. Right. So I'm not finished the book, book yet um, because it's made out of paper and I'm not quite sure how to use them anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anne Marie, I think he just called us old fogies. <laughs> uh, so you know, it's just a it's just a bit of a journey uh, finishing the book, but it is an interesting one, and uh, it has brought up certain things. I'm just trying to think of some specifics at the moment. But, uh, it's eluding me. Um, but <clears throat> to me, the interesting thing is, I, I would love to hear of somebody publishing a book or you know posting an online. Uh, resource of some kind that is basically a collection of recipes. And I don't mm. mean cooking recipes. I mean, no, absolutely. Soil growing recipes, that kind of thing that, well, that people can reproduce. Well, the safe soil guys have had volunteers from all around the world, spending thousands of hours from lawyers, solicitors, soil experts, scientists, all the rest of it, creating documents. And they've got something like 700 different documents for 700 different environments. 
you know, you get the desert type of environment, you get the Spain, the dry environment, you get the UK type of environment, you get different, you know, environments within the UK. And they've created all these documents, which they've given to agricultural um, um, ministers for all the countries to, to give to the farmers. And, you know, and they've split it up between all the different regions. So they have spent thousands, I mean, these the amount of hours these people have donated for free mm-hmm. <laughs> these endless uh, volunteers from the safe soil group have sp- and on, on different levels they've spent hours and hours and hours helping out and creating these documents that's cool so, i'd love to see them actually give them directly and those to documents are probably what you're looking for <laughs> yeah well, the, I, those are the solutions <laughs> I, I mean I, I think the only mistake they made is asking the politicians to get them to the farmers i mean if you want to get something done you don't do it through a politician Especially if you've got four billion people in your social network, you, that's where you get the information out to the farmers. That's where you're more likely no, but to reach the politicians them. are putting them all out to the farmers. Um, the, the, the agricultural ministers are, are, are putting them out. They're creating um, incentives for the farmers to do regenerative farming based on these documents and, you know, how these are suggestions. Okay. They, they're not telling the farmer what to do. Mm-hmm. These are just suggestions that, you know, if you do this, that'll happen. If you do this and then this environment, that'll happen. And, you know, and this will reduce the need for fertilizer and this will, this will improve the soil of this, this mineral. And, you know, and so it goes on and on and on. They've, they've got a huge amount of information of what plants work together and, and all the rest of it. And they've proved, you know, that organic type farming or regenerative farming can improve their yield up to 800%, you know, how much money they make every month. Oh, yeah. In, in, in India, I think it's something like 400 to 800% is the average that they're achieving at the moment. And that's going to be big in India because, uh, I believe exactly. the prediction is yeah. that they're going to become the number one population this year, exceeding China. China, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they do have a lot of issues out there. Yeah. Um, so but before they can, they can introduce these kinds of, of, methods and treatments and so forth the, the approaches to growing food the better for them i mean that's just going they they need it they need to support this population that is in many ways having a hard time surviving as it has been doing for decades they somehow mm-hmm. managed to keep surviving but barely yeah they're, they're an incredible nation really I mean, the amount of people they've got and yeah. the amount of space and yeah. how they how they do everything with all the holes in their roads and <laughs> Etc. It's an interesting world out there. I'm dying to get out to India. Something's really oh, yeah? driving me to go to India now. Yeah. How come? Well, my ancestry is Goa, so oh. um, I want to go and, and, and just see India. And of course, it's where all the gurus are. And I'm, I'm a big guru fan. This is so. true. You're you're the guru master here on LOA today. <laughs> so I, what's stopping you? Yeah, that's a good question. What, what's stopping me is is the, the, my priorities. My priority is first family, um, of course. Then, then my passions, and and then traveling. And I'd love to do it with my family, you know. Um, mm. So we need to create time, place, um, and I don't want to go for a short period. I want to go for an extended period. Like how long? Six months, maybe. Ooh, <clears throat> really extended. Okay. And you know, you can't pull your kids out of school for that long and do that. No. So. You can, but it's not that easy. But, you know, if your kids are doing well at school and they've always been performing well and they can see the benefit of it, they sometimes allow these these kind of things. So otherwise, they just say, I'm taking them homeschooling and they can do nothing. You just rip them out. There's AI out there now. That can help them catch up quite easily. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that whole AI thing, 
raises a number of different questions. We really barely touched on them, but I think the biggest one from my perspective is who's doing the thinking? Well, it's not doing thinking. It's just taking um, existing structures and and putting them together. You know, it's just using existing information uh, and and changing them a bit. And that's not necessarily thinking as we humans think necessarily. No, but it does make me wonder, is this a a tool or is it more of a crutch? Which is a form of tool, by the way, but... Well, a knife... It's the same, same answer as what's a knife. A knife can be used to kill or to, right, to heal yeah. and heal. So it, it's going to be what the, <clears throat> what the vision of the want of the individual is. And that's mm. going to dictate to, is it going to be, you know, something that's going to diminish or increase the world as a whole? I mean, I think um, in the long run, everything is, is an increase. The short term is always the question. How, you know, how are people going to, either accept or push away or whatever. Mm. Uh, but when I, what, I just, that's what I keep thinking about with the AI. Like I, I get the feeling there that people are going to find a new way to create a crutch out of it. There are going to be some, I think it's going to be both actually. There are going to be mm. some people who are going to grow. Of course it's it. going to be both. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, it happens both ways. It shall be interesting to watch, but I don't see how it can't change education. I don't see how it can't change most of, most of society, actually, most of the business world. I mean, is, is there any area of the business world that wouldn't touch? I, I can't think of one. I mean, Google has changed the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- th- this is Google next generation. Exactly. It's the next generation of Google. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, Google's using that technology to help you search and get what you want to. Oh, Google's mm-hmm. just popped up on my phone. That's a <laughs> <laughs> A new variation on Mavic Action. Google. (laughs) (laughs) Not just Google. Yeah, I always love it when uh, Siri responds to me and I didn't ask her to. (laughs) Mm. I was giving a talk the other day and and Siri popped up on his phone. Stop it. Stop it. That was funny. Yeah, this technology is fun. I love it when Siri comes up and says, I do not understand that. And my kids have just asked me a question. And I'm like, no, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> right. mm. Well, also I'm mindful of the fact that everyone is at a different stage in the path of adopting and or accepting technology. And I can give you an example of it. I'm, I'm in the process now. I was telling you, telling you guys before we got started, I'm in the process of moving to a new apartment. There's a whole thing that happened there. And the apartment that I'm moving to is managed by the same company that used to manage the apartment that I'm leaving. They sold out to another manager, and that's one of the reasons I'm leaving. And I was talking with the office manager today of that company that I'm, I'm going back to. And she was telling me how just three years ago, they finally put email into the office. So <laughs> an example of, you know, we, there's so wow. many people who are on the other end of, of the extreme, mm. but there are some people who are just barely adopting the basic stuff mm. and everything in between. It's a reminder. I mean, there's, we're talking about a whole panoply of different levels of adoption. Well, I, I remember the, the, 
the many, many years of different technology changes because, you know, when I was young, there was no such thing as a computer. It didn't exist. Mm. And then we had, um, you know, let's say LPs, for example. And we go from LPs to the those little um, tapes, uh, tape decks. Right. And, uh, you know, the updates, the, 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 uptake, <laughs> the uptake on that was, was, was very slow, very, oh, yeah. very slow. And then when we moved from that to, to, um, see CDs, um, is, you yeah. know, the uptake was so slow and there was so much resistance. And then from CDs, we went to, um, streaming on the internet for movies or, you mm-hmm. know, we went, we went to DVDs first. Um, you know, the uptake of that was slow. Um, and then, you know, when you went from that to watching movies online, uptake was slow in the beginning. But, you know, everybody eventually gets there. And I'm always adopting the new technology. And I'm out there. I've got Windows 11 and I've got all the updates, and, you know, because then I've got all the security that's involved with them all. So I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always, always get the latest updates and um, I'm always got the newest software. And, you know, my kids ask me for IT support and I like that. That's what <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I know that feeling of being the IT guy in the family. It's oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It, 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 it's a it's a good I, thing. And I used to suffer, times. but <laughs> but once I go into all spiritual, I kind of thought, oh, how do I, I can't ask him to help me on that? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, everybody thinks they know their own way, isn't it? So uh, you yeah. just leave them to it. <laughs> but when it came to IT, they didn't know, and they did want my help all the time. So. <laughs> You know, even though I've still got the knowledge, they don't bother me with it that much anymore. They kind of think I've moved on. <laughs> I've still got all that knowledge. <laughs> or maybe they've also learned enough that they can. Yeah, this is true. Out. They have. A lot of them have learned a lot. Yeah. You know, I know my brother knows more about social media than I ever even know. Mm. Um, um, but he still doesn't know how to build a machine. I, um, I think back to like the 1990s when I would have to explain to people like, you know, not just, well, they, they, they were kind of aware in the late nineties. Cause that's when it first came out about what a search was. Cause there were search engines before Google, but mm-hmm. things like what an, an upload was or a download, you know, what do those terms mean? Now we mm-hmm. use them all the time. Everybody knows what they, well, not everybody. Most people know what that means, mm-hmm. no, but I remember having to explain, well, it's, it's an upload. If it's going to a server, Oh, I have to explain what a server is. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Not the cloud. It's going to a cloud. Come on. <laughs> it's going to a cloud. <laughs> Not a server. <laughs> and then it rains. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boy, does it rain. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're living in the age of being inundated with information. That's the other thing that I think about with this um, chat GPT. Because what that's going to enable marketers to do is to keep hitting the sorest emotional hot buttons over and over again. And what happens when you do that? I, mean, I kind of suspect that the hot buttons stop behaving after a while if you just keep hitting them over and over again. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, marketers are always interested in trying to appeal to uh, uh, people based on emotion tied to what they perceive that person's need to be. And that's, that's the basic idea behind okay. the way, the way mo- most marketing is done. So I call it hitting the hot button, right? Oh, right. Okay. Qu- pushing the person's button, so to speak. And the, the modern, uh, approach has gotten better and better at doing that with the 
AI being thrown in where they can always hit the hat button because they ask, you know, they ask the software, give me the something that really hits the, the marketing target, uh, emotionally perfectly every time. Well, that means that people are constantly being hit on their emotional hot button. And so I ask mm-hmm. myself, what happens when people keep getting hit on their emotional hot button? I, I kind of suspect that they become numb to it after a while. <clears throat> I think I just turn my computer off and electronics off and just be back yeah. out in nature. I just, yeah, yeah. that would drive me insane. Mm. Well, there's a huge uh, amount of people that are pulling away from Twitter and Facebook and all those mm. gorgantious mm-hmm. proportions, gorgantious. Mm. And uh, one thing that I think will do well, though, is Amazon. Yeah, I definitely think they're not going to decline. Well, I mentioned TikTok. That's <clears throat> another one that is doing well. I mean, they're they're mm. you know accelerating by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah, they're I mean, also TikTok is way past Facebook. I'm guessing at this stage. Well, they, they, in terms mm. of global usage, they haven't surpassed Facebook. But in terms of the growth, the growth curve is way ahead right. Of Facebook mm. way way ahead. Yeah, so they'll catch up at some point. I mean, I use Facebook really, really, Mm -hmm. you know. Somebody's birthday that I know and I want to mention, and I reach out, and I never see them any other way but on Facebook. And it's about (laughs) the only thing I do. I put pictures out of my life, and nobody even comments on them, so who cares, you know. Yeah, that's because the rest of us aren't looking at Facebook either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I came off quite a while ago, and I don't miss it one bit. Mm. I, I have some groups that I administer. That's about all I go on for. Yeah. I'm gone five minutes later, and like, okay. Yeah. Mm. But there's plenty of people interacting. It's not like they're not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I must admit, my woodwork group, and um, I'm into solo energy groups and other things. They're quite useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even my Kia car group, it's quite useful. To have at your fingertips these guys who, who know a lot about your car. Sure. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And I found that useful. So the groups, occasionally, I find some definite use in them. And if you want to sell something locally or we'll just give it away, Facebook's brilliant for that. Yeah. Well, they have their place. Yeah, they do. There's, going to be, there's lots of places. <clears throat> and there's, I think the term that was used to me yesterday was the democratization of of um, information that there's now so many different ways that you can find your tribe. That's the phrase, right? They, mm. You're always finding your tribe that the, the market is segmenting in so many different ways now that it's almost beyond count. Mm. So the old for the marketers that, that drives the marketers crazy because now they can't use the old category marketing methods anymore. They just don't, they aren't affected. Mm. Because everything is subdividing and subdividing it's and subdividing niche. down to these little little niche mm. tribes, yeah. These little. <clears throat> so, so the interesting thing about life and philosophy, etc., it, it all goes up to the oneness, mm. and the intellect takes things and cuts them into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of looking at the some people wanting to go to the whole on the one. Mm. And some people wanting to go into the, the minutiae of mm-hmm. life. <clears throat> and you, you misunderstand what's happening is that some, some people are using their mind to cut things up and to, to split them in and looking into focusing on, on the little right. things. And then some people are, are really interested in focusing more like me into the oneness aspect. 
Yeah. So, you know, you're going to, to get people who are doing both. And I, I, I land up doing both myself. You know, I'm also some of the minutiae, these little groups I'm talking about, sure. there are more specific and focused groups. And, uh, and, uh, you know, that's really life. It's, you can find truth in the, the oneness of mm-hmm. everything. Or you can find it in, 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 in the tiny, minuscule little atom, you know, in, in the smallest thing possible. So you can find it in the, in, in the, what do they call it? The big and the small? There's words. The minimum and the maximum? I don't know what you're thinking. No, of. no. There's, there's some nice words that go with that. Okay. Mm, don't worry. I'll think about them. Actually, what you were describing sounded a lot like fractal mathematics. Oh, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Cause what, I remember what, that from school. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, the fractal <laughs> idea is like you, you have the tree and then you have the leaf and the leaf is shaped like the tree and all that kind of stuff. It just mm. you know, shapes within shapes within shapes, systems within systems within systems. I mean, when I first looked at fractals on the computer, um, you know, they just created these incredible vistas and shapes and things, mm. uh, and the lights bouncing off the balls and all the rest. Do you remember those fractals? Oh, balls? I do. Yeah. 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 And then they eventually said that they'll be able to take any picture and you'll be able to zoom into it, you know, like millions of times mm. perfectly with no reduction of, of, of quality. And I've never seen them really perfect that yet. They have talked about it. They, they've got a ways to go, I think, on that. But that yeah. certainly is the direction mm-hmm. that it's headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The challenge is what happens when you want to get down to a certain level of detail that, you know, your basic small lens can't handle. Yeah. And, and the software can accentuate it to some degree, but there are even limits to that. You have yeah. to have, you have to have the physical data to work with. Yeah. I mean, as soon as you start, start getting to atom level, I mean, what's that look like? <laughs> From what I understand, you zoom in on the atom and what you find There's is energy. There. So. <laughs> Good luck finding the protons, the neutrons and the electrons. You won't see them. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's always an odd thing too. So, Amory, tell us what's happening in your life. Well, it's happening much the same. It's just family, family, family. Lovely, lovely, lovely. <laughs> that sounds nice. It does. Um, yeah. I, I my look my daughter look had a smile on Amory's face after she said that, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 It speaks volumes, mm, right? It does, it does. It does. They're my world, and that's just, yeah. And when they leave home? They're not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to have some more then. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no more, Louis. That's enough. <laughs> Just keep them at home. <laughs> yeah, so I, the way you say that, I, I kind of get the feeling that by the time they are at the point where they want to leave, you'll be ready for that. Just because of the way you're saying it right now. Hmm. <laughs> Yes, more than likely. I'll be older, tired, tireder, and then, yeah, just go. Just get, I'll pay for it. Go to uni. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing home still? <laughs> I just, co- just come home every weekend to see mum, okay? There you go. <clears throat> well, they got some place to do the laundry until they get set up, you know, so. That's that's true. Right? <laughs> but they, that, that's that's the, the, the way that they come back home, though, is my point. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, I'm yeah. I'm kind of training them so that they only like my cooking. So when they go to school, they're like, "Oh, we had mac and cheese," and it's like, "Is it as good as mum's?" No. So <laughs> mum's at the moment. So you know, getting them through that stomach. 
That's my entry point. <laughs> She's thought about this well. She has a marketing strategy. She has it all. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I will. I actually have to admit it. I will actually miss my kids <laughs> if they, when they, if and when they leave home. You know, I could die before then, I suppose. You know. <laughs> actually, they'll leave at some point. Mm. But I guess what you're saying is the challenge for you is going to be to be happy about it. Uh, no, no. It, 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 for me, it's it's more like I really enjoy their company. Mm. And you know, when you lose anybody you like. Mm. It's a little bit painful, you know, even if they move to another town, it can be mm -hmm. painful. Mm. I learned that with my mentor. I was hugely distraught when she left Durban and went to Peter Marisburg. Um, hugely distraught about that. And, uh, you know, she only moved to another city, but, you know, mm. I'd spent two days a week every week for years going to her place and getting enlightened, <laughs> going through yeah. her entire bookshelf of esoteric and new age and, and emotional books and getting this incredible education and having her rip all my crap to pieces and smack mm -hmm. me in the face with all, all my crap and all, and just be naked literally when I go there, you know, in, not physically, but you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, when she left town, I was distraught. I was really, I was really quite um, upset about the whole thing. Uh, even though I wasn't aware that I was that upset about it, you know, it kind of really? took me a while to work it all out. I wow. was in denial, um, as well. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's certainly reached a point now where it isn't just about who is in the immediate nuclear family, though, because we have so many different people that, that we can connect to in that very, very strong way that you're describing. Mm -hmm. So, and not just people, animals. I mean, there's a whole, range of possibilities that we can become attached to in a very strong way. Mm. It's a little surprising at times, you know, a close relative passes and, and doesn't have the same effect as when, you know, your cat passes or something. It's just because <laughs> of the way we attach. <clears throat> That's yep. a very good point. And I just keep saying to my two, you know, my job is to, help you grow up and be independent and go and live your own happy lives. Mm. And that's really hard when you don't really want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that so hard and fast that uh, I can't say, Oh, I didn't want you to leave. <laughs> <when they're> leaving. <laughs> <laughs> We're hitting teenagers soon. I'm sure it's all going to change. Mm. Well, one of them is a teenager, isn't she? Oh, she's 15. Yeah. 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 15 in a few days. Mine. Yeah. Mm. Second of February, yeah. So she's already there, but I, I have a feeling she, she navigates over the, a week. the teenage mm. years a little bit different from from most. I think yeah. she's, she's a she very amazing. unique person. Yeah, uh, I mean, she's she's great fun. Um, yeah, but I'm really enjoying watching who she chooses as a friend. She's so like her old friend group is kind of like gone now. She's got a new friend group. Oh, really? And. uh you know, she's moved with who she is and I mm -hmm. love it. And, and she's loving these new friends. That's beautiful. Absolutely loving them. And uh, it's, it's really nice to watch. Yeah. You know, she's still got the, some of the old friends, but you know, um, there's a new group and, uh, 
she hangs out with him and she's, she, she has so much fun with him, you know. Nice. And uh, where the other ones were a little more conflicting. Mm-hmm. They, they were the teachers of that time and now it's more let's – Let's have some fun and do things together and we enjoy it. She was so excited and she came back in the car just now. Um, her other friend who she stayed with, she also crochets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How many teenagers would say that? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the new friend of mine, she crochets. <laughs> and it's, wow. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's a very different world. And, no. uh, you know, mom is very much into making soaps, jams, preserves. Uh, Biltong jerky. Um, wow. Um, Slowigen. Um, you know, the soaps are amazing. You can wash your hair in them, everything. And, you know, it's the purest ingredients. It's, mm. it's really, really great stuff. It's replaced everything else in our, in our bathroom mostly. Um, wow. And, uh, what else? I mean, she's incredible at cooking and baking and the Christmas cake she made was delicious and spends a whole year and feeds it like you normally do. And, um, what else? Just, oh, the meals to die for. <laughs> to die for. <clears throat> and, and Emory, do you get the feeling Louis is like living in heaven here? I mean, he's literally <laughs> living his best life. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see. Mm. It's nice to see. She sews, knits, crochets. She's crocheted things, which are incredible. The entire Christmas decoration set. Um, you know, take bulbs and she's crocheted all the way around them and she's made angels out of crocheting and which wow. are, are gorgeous looking things. Somebody paid her 800 quid for a set of those. And she really? Did them. Wow. She did them over six months. She just crocheted them and then sold them. For them. Wow. You know, so she's just, just an incredible individual. She on clearly has love for all this uh, stuff. Mm. Mm. And the gardening is, you know, she's absolutely got green fingers. Mm. And she's got such a, a vast category of skills. It's just unbelievable, you know. If we go into survival mode, it's a good person to have around, you know. <laughs> right. The world, world, world comes to the utopian um, level, we will be sitting pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice yeah. way to kind of wrap up the conversation today. I, I always like it when we have a, a grand finale. That's a good one. It's just very happy. Very, very positive. Mm. Well, we don't get too many of these opportunities to just chat about things because we have so many guests lately, but uh, we had mm. it today. And thank you guys. That was fun. That was yeah, fun thank you all. Yeah. And thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, everyone. Bye.